I do a little devotion before we get started and then we go in the prayer and just pray that God will give us the guidance, the things that we need to do this year. We're just being very strategic and watching God bless the work that we are putting forth. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business. For this episode, your host is Bob Bolander, Vice President of Marketing Services. Well, I'm very excited about the guest we have today on our podcast, Asia Dudley. Aisha Dudley has been with Premier Designs for 13 years now. She's a two-diamond designer, well on her way to three-diamond designer, and she currently lives in Noblesville, Indiana, although that is not where she started Premier. We'll learn a little bit about that in a bit. But I'm excited about Aisha being with us today because Aisha is a gifted storyteller. She's a gifted trainer, but she is also gifted at working with her team. I had the privilege just recently in Atlanta kickoff to uh, uh, be there when Aisha traveled from Indiana down to Atlanta just to be with her team. And uh, so we thought it'd be appropriate for us to introduce her to you and hear from her about Premier and what it's doing in her life. And so Aisha Dudley, good to have you with us on Chic Space this morning. It is good to be here, Bob. And I want you first to tell us about yourself and your family and how you originally joined Premier. What were the circumstances of that? All right. So I am married to Emmanuel. We've been married for almost 19 years now to be 19 years this year. Uh, we have two children. Uh, Devin is 15 and Megan is eight. Um, we are, like you said, currently in Noblesville, Indiana. When I started Premier uh, 13 years ago, we lived in Colleen, Texas, which is where Fort Hood, Texas is located. And I began Premier. I was a school teacher. And I always laugh and joke and tell people we know school teachers are getting rich, so we don't need any extra money. But uh, my reason for joining Premier is I went to a party and I love what Premier stood for, the Christian values and how they gave back to so many different missions. So at the time of me joining Premier, it wasn't so much about the necessary money for me, but it was about the mission at hand. And um, it was definitely uh, I was new to the area in Texas. So it was definitely a great way for me to meet some people as well as be able to incorporate a little bit of extra fun to my life. I don't know if I really needed any extra fun, but I'm always about the fun. So it's a great way for me to continue to have fun and be able to meet people, um, add a little bit of extra income to my family, as well as being able to impact the lives and be able to help Premier give back. Oh, that's awesome. Now, you mentioned you started when you were in Fort Hood, Texas. So that means you are a military wife. So you have been, how long have you been married to Lieutenant Colonel Emmanuel Dudley? We have been married 19 years. And believe it or not, we got married the day after he was commissioned into the military. So our wedding anniversary and his uh, military anniversary kind of go hand in hand. So We've been full out all in this thing together. Thank you to Emmanuel, and thank you to you for your service as a wife. We do appreciate that. And and I think it's great that as a military wife, you've been able to marry that with Premier Design's business. So why don't you talk about that for a little bit? Being a military wife and Premier, which one, it's required you to, to move a number of times. Uh, how has that benefited your business, and what have been some of the challenges that you've overcome? So in the... In the 19 years that he's been in the military, I've been in Premier for 13 of those, and we've moved seven times in those 13 years. So there have definitely been some challenges, but there's been some great things about that as well. And I want to talk with you guys about the great things that have happened. So 
being that we move so often and actually we've been moving about every two to three years um, if you've ever applied for a job the changing of a resume it can be a various tedious process and then just going through the interviews when you get from location to location the thing that I love so much about Premier is that I no longer have to go through that process I can take Premier with me everywhere that I go and I don't have to worry about auditioning is like what I like to call interviews because that's what you're doing for that position so I don't have to worry about that anymore now it does often sometimes take me a minute to get my business going in the new location but I've learned over the course of years the best ways to network and the best ways to get that going but what I love about that is that I have customers in every single state in which I've moved so with our websites and all the convenience of being able to order online those people are still my clients and they can still support me from afar so my business continues to go even in my moving process until I can build up clientele in the area in which I live so I really like like that about it. That's awesome. And uh, and I tell you, as a result of that, as you mentioned, you have jewelers on your team kind of spread across the country from the different places that you have served. So that that that's one of the things that has fed you having a growing team. And I'd like to talk about that for a minute because, as I mentioned in the introduction, I saw you at work with your uh, team in Atlanta, and you were recognizing all your new star jewelers, and uh, they were just beaming, they were smiling, and you were loving on them and so proud of them. And it was great to see that in action. But Aisha, I want you to talk a little bit about how you lead your team and maybe uh, some tips that others can incorporate into their business to be a true servant leader like you are. The one thing that I learned a long time ago from Premier is that Premier built a culture of recognition. And I realized that my girls and my guys love that culture of recognition. So I stay with that and come up with different ways to recognize them with everything that they're doing in this business. Because I realized the more you recognize people, the harder they'll work and the more they want because they want more recognition. So I definitely stick with that culture and I love that about it. But also from a leadership standpoint, I had to learn that um, it's not about telling people what to do, but it's about developing people and teaching them to become leaders because they are the future. And that's how we grow when you can take the time to develop other leaders and coach them in order to be leaders. I do understand that everybody does not want to be a leader, but you have to see what others need to do or what others want in order to be successful and feed into that and what it is that they want to become. You have to focus on what they're good at and pull those strengths from within them and not focus so much on what they can't do, but focus on what they can do in order to grow them as leader leaders and then work on the things that they need to get better with and show them how to, how to strengthen those things. Um, I learned through all the moves and through the military that teaching people how to cope with change because oftentimes people don't like change but change is a part of life change is, is inevitable we have to learn to deal with that so being able to teach them as a leader how to deal with change and me being able to move with the changes and of everything that goes on in my life through the moves through premier and everything else that's changing and being able to cope with them and show them that it can be done and you can still grow in the midst of everything that goes on i really think that helps me from a leadership standpoint and the the main thing, what I think is one of the most important things in leadership is the ability to be able to motivate and inspire people. Those are very important because if you can't motivate and you can't inspire people and let people know that they can do these things and that they can accomplish certain things, then they're not going to push forward in anything that they do. You know, that's amazing, uh, Asia, because you're not, I, I love the phrase that you used, 
not telling people what to do. You know, your job as a servant leader isn't to tell people what to do. It's to discover their strengths and weaknesses and then focus on their strengths. It's to motivate and inspire them to be who God created them to be. Uh, you know, those are some pretty awesome things, and I love that. I, can, I, I hear your teaching background coming out, but it's leading them to discover and to apply, and uh, that's, that's great. And also, as a servant leader, all the attention and recognition is not on yourself, it's on them. So you demonstrate that uh, very well. So, uh, you know, I want to ask you on one of those about um, focusing on their strengths and weaknesses. How do you go about discovering their strengths and weaknesses? Um, what are some things that you do that help you get to know them better? There are a million personality tests that are out there that you can take uh, with your team in order for you to learn their personalities. And I think those are great ideas. But what I've learned that works best for me is getting to know your team members one-on-one. And that's about spending some time with them. Now, you've heard us talk about that I have team members in all these different states. So I don't always get as much one-on-one time in person. But hey, with the society we live now with text and social media and everything that's going on, it still gives me the opportunity to learn and grow with them through those aspects. So I think it's very important to get to know them as a person and it's very important to listen to the things that they're saying to you to learn who they are and and through those conversations with them and interacting with them you learn a whole lot about those person that person and you can pick up on the different things that they're good at just by listening and being able to know what their you know what their goals are and what they're working toward and even how they interact with the people that are on their team and the people they're sponsored how they interact with them you learn what they're good at and then you take those things and build on those things but if if that's not a strength that you're good at then taking those personality tests and learning about your team members is something that you can do as well. So really, it boils down to build a relationship with your team members. And if you build a relationship, you're going to get to know them. And you you, you do that so well. And uh, appreciate it. And I tell you what, you, you can always tell the gals that are with you because they, they, they literally follow you. They, they literally uh, they hang on every word that you share with them. Um, they know that you appreciate and care for them, and you can see that relationship. So kudos to you, Aisha, because you are definitely living out exactly what you've shared, uh, and I appreciate that. But I want to ask you, going back to um, in doing that, leading your team, what are some of the tools that you find successful, um, whether they be premier tools or otherwise? In fact, there's one that I, I'd like you to talk about because you've mentioned it to me. You are currently going through a 21 days of prayer uh, with your entire team. And, and talk about that. What, what, what exactly are you focused on and, and how does that work and how does that work towards building your team? Um, you know, doing these 21 days of prayer makes it, it's so easy because we talked about Premier being a Christian-based company. So starting at the head, great examples are being set. So following suit with that, um, we started doing a 21 days of prayer um, years ago. Uh, my church was doing 21 days of prayer and I came home and I told my husband, I said, I think this will be something great to do along with team bosses to get them involved in 21 days of prayer, just lifting our businesses before God and setting some goals and just watching him work our business in 21 days. So what I have the team do is I have them to send me different things or different goals in the business that they want to reach. And I pray for those things for them daily myself. But then we go live in our team 
page every uh, morning at 7 a.m. Uh, for 21 days. And we just put our full businesses before God. I do a little devotion before we get started. And then we go in the prayer and just pray that God will give us the guidance, the things that we need to do this year, reveal some things for us. We pray for the people that he's going to send to us, whether it's our customers, our hostesses, uh, people that are going to join this business for him to place people before us. And when he places those different people before us that we're able to see and that our minds are open to the things that um, that he's sending to us. And then we pray from a business aspect of that. We know that God will bless our businesses, but we have to understand that we have to give him something to work with. And we've watched it grow over the years. I love how we start the 21 days and people put so many things before God. And then at the end of the 21 days, I love to hear about even just within the short time of 21 days, how God has blessed those businesses. I can even tell you uh, today was day seven of our 21 days of prayer. And even in the seven days, we've already added three people to our team. And I know that's because we're just being very strategic in what we're doing and watching God bless the work that we are putting forth. You know, I don't think there's a better tool that you could be implementing in your business than this 21 days of prayer. Uh, that That's amazing, Aisha. Um, what other tools uh, do, do you help in following up with your new jewelers, maybe particularly? Uh, what do you use in helping them get started in their business? I like to spend a lot of one-on-one time with my new jewelers, making sure that they understand everything. I walk, of course, we do their training parties for them and everything that they need. Uh, being that I do often sponsor some girls that are not necessarily right here with me, um, I try to go there as often as I can um, to do the training parties. If not, we take advantage of doing things online, but I still spend that same necessary time with them that I would spend with a, um, a girl in person. I just may have to do it via text or uh, calling them and talking them through it on the phone. But I think when you set them up to be successful from day one is how they um, form wonderful businesses, showing them all the strategies and different things that we have done in order to be successful. And I always tell my jewelers, if you not just listen to what I tell you, but follow the plan that Premier has put in place, I have never seen a better plan from the jump starts to everything that you can do to accomplish in this business. The plan is set in place. All we have to do is follow the plan. And Premier has given us these time frames to hit all these different plans that allows you to grow a successful business if you follow the plan that's in place. So I try to walk with them along that um, that plan that Premier is in place, that has in place, and just adding some more, for me, practical things in the midst of that to help them get the plans that you guys have already set in place. All right, very good. So just uh, implement the tools that are already offered to you from Premier and um, make sure that your due jewelers know about them and know about what is there for them. I love that. And so I'm going to ask you a question. If you were a new jeweler, if you yourself were a brand new jeweler, what advice would you give yourself? This is going to sound crazy right here, Bob, but I think about the training that I did in Atlanta and the three things that I said, which was pray first, aim high, 
and stay focused. Those would definitely be the three things that I would say to a brand new jeweler. And I say that because putting your business before God is always important. But then you have aiming high. You have to set those goals that you want to obtain. And I know that for each and every jeweler, everybody's goals are different. So you have to decide what it is that you want to do and aim high to reach those goals. And then in the midst of everything that's going on, you have to stay focused because as a brand new jeweler, sometimes things don't align the way that you think they're going to align. The people that you think are going to host these 20 parties that you put down on your calendar because you knew they would support you, five of them said yes. So you have to stay focused and be able to move past those different distractions that may get in your way as a new jeweler. But if you stay focused, there'll be even more people that'll that'll come across your path that'll help you with this business and help you to grow as a new jeweler. And I tell you, when you shared those three things in Atlanta, this is where it goes back to your gift as a storyteller. Now, we won't take the time now, but you talked about Ned going hunting, and there was a squirrel and a rabbit and a turkey and a tree and a rattlesnake and a deer across the lake. And uh, you took care of all of those by, again, doing those three things. So, uh, uh, again, you did a great job, Aisha, and uh, you're just fun to listen to. But then that great content, those three things. So, again, they are. Number one was pray first, aim high. Stay focused. So, uh, so again, those three things were pray first, aim high, and stay focused. So awesome, awesome. I appreciate that. You mentioned a little bit about filling your calendar. And so I would, I'd like for you to talk a bit about how you plan your calendar for the season of your business and life. So how, how do you plan your calendar? What's uh, What does your calendar look like? The first thing I do is I take my calendar out and I compare it to my children's calendar because they seem to be the busy ones in our lives. So I write down on my calendar everything that they have going on. And then I, in turn, work my business around everything that they have going on. What I love about Premier right now is that we have so many online options, even when life is so busy and I feel like I cannot go into a home and do a party. There are so many other options that I can do right now. So not only am I filling my calendar with in-home parties because I love a great in-home party. I love to hang out with all the different people and get to know them. But I do have the option to continue to work my business when life is busy because of that. Right now, I'm in a single mom status. My husband is stationed at Fort Knox, Kentucky, and I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana. So during the week, um, I'm here by myself with the kiddos. So I have to learn to work my business in the midst of everything that's going on. So that's why it's important for me to know what they have so I can know what I can schedule around theirs. So right now, my calendar looks really good. It's actually very full. We're just praying that the snow does not interfere with what I have on my calendar. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, you know, that's great too. When you talk about your kids, cause both your son and daughter are both involved in sports and uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, a lot of jewelers that becomes an excuse not to work. So how do you work your business around your children being involved in sports and how does that actually benefit your business? Well, we know that when a when they begin sports, we get that calendar that tells us when each sporting event and practice is going to be. So I make sure that I have that on my calendar. But what is how it helps me as far as my business is that I've been able to, I, I go to every single game that they have. I don't miss any. That's one thing that I always try to do because I feel like it's important to be there. But it allows me to network with other parents when I'm there. I don't miss a game that I don't wear my jewelry to. Thank you. 
And I always try to wear something that goes really good with the team colors and that team t-shirt that we wear all the time so that people can see, even when you're going to a sporting event to support your children, you can still put on jewelry and wear it. And we have these wonderful engravable collections that I actually had all the football moms that bought one of the engravable bracelets with Royals on it because that's my son's team mascot. And then I've also been able to do a fundraiser with the cheerleaders because he plays football. So I interact with the cheer moms there. So it's definitely been a benefit to my business as well. I never use it as an excuse because it keeps me busy because it definitely does keep me busy but in the midst of that i come up with different ways that i can use it as a benefit as well very good very good well thank you for that because again it becomes uh, an excuse for people not to work their business and in your case both the military wife as well as a uh, as you said kind of having to be a single mom with your husband stationed elsewhere and and then sports to incorporate that all into your business and uh, that that's great advice um you know we, we kind of come to the end of our conversation and I've just got some uh, quick questions I'd like to ask you. We call this our lightning round. Uh, there's no right or wrong answer, and I just want you to answer the first thing that comes to your mind, Asia. It's just a way for us to get to know you even a little better. So are you ready for the lightning round? Oh, I don't know. All right. I think so. <laughs> okay. First question. What is your favorite piece of jewelry? My favorite piece of jewelry is Grand Entrance. It is no longer in our catalog, but that has always been a favorite of mine. Can I start a campaign, bring it back? Bring it back. Bring it back. Hashtag bring it back. That's right. Uh, all right. Question two. How do you drink your coffee? I don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee. So what no. do you drink instead of coffee? Uh, tea. You're a tea tour. Good for you. Well, what time of day do you wake up? Six o'clock a.m. Six o'clock a.m. Get your day started. What's one thing you do that gives you energy? Oh, gosh. I don't. I think I just wake up with it, Bob. You wake up, and I believe that, Asia. You just wake <laughs> up with energy. And then, uh, all right, what's one place to travel on your bucket list? I want to go to Vegas. I haven't been there yet. You want to go to Vegas. Never bad. Well, good. And I got another question going back to your husband. I know um, Manuel is uh, approaching retirement from the military. So got a question. When he retires and he's no longer um, – you know, going where our, our government sends him, uh, where does your family plan to settle? Do you have any idea where you want to settle? What's your dream location to settle when uh, Manny is retired from the military? You know, we get that question all the time. We have absolutely no idea. We do know that we will stay here until Devin finishes high school. So he's currently a sophomore. So that puts us here two more years because I want him to finish in this location because he's been to six different schools. So I thought it was key for him to finish high school in one location. Um, I love this area. Um, I wouldn't mind staying here, but I would love to go back south where it's nice and warm. Or we even consider moving to Dallas. Even to Dallas. Well, good. That'd be exciting. Even to Dallas. Well, good. Well, Aisha, hey, I appreciate you taking the time very much to be with us. Uh, you are a, um, a leader of leaders in Premier. We are blessed to have you a part of our family. Um, as I said, you have been an encouragement, not just to your team, but you've been an encouragement to many, many others in Premier. And so thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your heart, a little bit of your life, and letting us just kind of join you this morning. And uh, we appreciate you so very much, Aisha. So thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Chic Space Podcast.